Welcome to the weird world of oddities. Get a quick gander at that. Whoa! A mummy hand. Straight out of Egypt, baby. It's an actual ancient piece of human flesh. That's a lovely bone saw. Still sharp, too. How many limbs did this thing cut off? I've been collecting toenails. You're trying to sell toenails. Well, here's my collection. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> Whoever sells body parts shall be imprisoned for not more than 10 years. Ah. Oh. Obscura ain't your grandmother's antique shop. Whoa! <laughs> well, unless your grandma's a bit of a kook. Is that a straitjacket? I'm Mike. And I'm Evan. We We've spent, spent our, our entire, entire lives, lives collecting and dealing, hunting and picking, to get this business down to a science. This is Oddities. Hey guys, what's going on? How you doing? Listen, I got something here I think is gonna uh, kind of shake you guys up. I came down to Obscura to see Mike and Evan, and I've got something in my briefcase today that I think is really gonna blow their mind. Get a quick gander at that. Whoa, man! Hey, Evan, uh, come here. I gotta see this. What you got? Oh, I like that. Wow, that looks just like a mummy hand. Straight out of Egypt, baby. To see an item like this is just amazing. It's an actual ancient piece of human flesh. I mean, that leathery covering, that's human skin. Where did this come from? Right out of my grandfather's attic. You know where your grandfather got it from? In Egypt in the 1920s. Wow. Frank's been coming in for many, many years. He's a great guy, and he has a great collection of oddities. What do you think? You like it? That's really neat. May we? Yeah, sure. To be able to hold an actual mummy hand, to hold history and science in your hand, it's such a thrill. It's such a thrill. It's why I do this. You can see the details of how it was wrapped, exactly. which was, you know, they'd coat the skin in salts, and mm -hmm. sometimes they'd even fill in the skin, so oh, okay. they'd take all the moisture out. The skin would shrink, but they wanted it to look slightly natural, so they'd, they'd fill it with some kind of packing material. Okay. Smells real good, too, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, you've been sniffing wow. this thing, mm. huh? That's delicious. Yeah, it has it? that beautiful resin smell, exactly. doesn't it? The scent of it is just intoxicating. So you guys think it's the real thing? Mm. They did fake them. For the tourist trade. Sure. That was a pretty common thing. We've seen old sideshow fakes, or gaffs as they're known. Mm -hmm. um, this one has a couple of issues. See the thumb digits missing. It's You're missing a lot of its wrappings. These things are just sold as souvenirs for centuries. So uh, maybe you want to uh, have someone look at it? Yeah, I mean, we definitely know someone we can consult about this. Yeah. I really want this thing really, really badly. But when you're dealing with items that are hundreds, if not thousands of years old, you really want to have an expert look at them. So you guys will uh, look into it for me? Uh, give us a little time. We'll contact our guy and, and run it past him and uh, find out what we can about it. Good deal. Hey. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, how guys. you doing? Good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Paul Danello and Amy Sedaris are actors from around the neighborhood. They were in Strangers with Candy, and they stop in all the time. Hey, what's the story in that costume? The Campfire Girls. They were kind of like the Girl Scouts. It's really cute. Beads are like scout badges. What's the story about this, Mike? Uh, old parade piece. Probably like 1950s. Dress up, scare the kids. What's this painting behind Mike? Amy and Paul are like that. 
all over the place. What's the thing with the green top on it right there? It's an automaton. You plug it in and it's a little workshop. We came to Obscura today because we live in the neighborhood and we always drop by. They have great stuff. We've purchased all sorts of things from Obscura. I bought a big mascot head a couple weeks ago. It's a green. It's got a big eyeball in the center, a Cyclops head. Great. She bought me a monkey skull once. Oh, right. Always walk out with something. Those are great in these glasses. Those are neat. Put a cold drink in there and the condensation would uh, collect on the outside and make their clothes disappear, showing their skivvies and such. Okay. Actually, once moisture gets on there, just see right oh, through there. It's very, very naughty. Do you break those out after the kids go to sleep? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. A beekeeping book. I always found honey really creepy. I mean, it's the only thing made by an insect that humans eat. Well, some places they eat lots of bugs. But this is excreted. It's, it's like sticky. It's odd what makes you queasy. That's true. They also say that uh, eating local honey helps with uh, allergies right. and to regulate your body and keep it from reacting to pollens and things like that. Hey, Paul, do you think I should get this for Gretchen? Absolutely. It's perfect for her, right? Yeah, it's perfect. That piece just came in last week. That must have been a pretty big lobster. It came out of an old seafood restaurant in Utica, New York. The largest lobster on record is 44 pounds, 6 ounces. That claw must have been huge. This claw alone must have weighed at least 4 or 5 pounds when filled. And I bet it was pretty delicious, too. How much, Mike? Talk to me. Uh, it's marked 85. I saw that. Uh, 75, would that help? 75. Outrage. You can also wear it. Exactly, that's why. Carefully. Yeah, it's a really good Thank one. You know, nice to meet you. Sold. I'm going to pay cash, too. We'd love to sell big, expensive things all the time, but honestly, that's not the way this business works. It's mostly the smaller sales that keep the store going. Today, I purchased a lobster cloth. It's nice, right? I'm allergic to shellfish. How's hey. it going? Good, how are you? Good. So what brings you here today? Well, I'm an artist, and I've brought some things to see if you're interested in. Things that you're selling? Yes. I'm here at Obscura to try and sell some of my artwork. My art can be shocking, but I think in a sophisticated kind of way. I've been collecting toenails and fingernail clippings. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're trying to sell toenails? Yes. Whose toenail clippings? Um, well, here's my collection. Oh, my God. <laughs> so as far as our mummy hand goes, yes, no, authentic. The authentication is difficult. I see a lot of fakes. Toenails, oh, they're absolutely repulsive. This is one of the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yeah? It's strange that Ryan has a squeamishness about toenails even though he re-articulates human skulls. I leave that out on my craft show table and a pair of clippers, and I say, clip at your oh. own risk. Do you treat these first? Do you treat the nails? I don't. That's no. disgusting. Is there, like, toe jam? Probably, yeah. yeah. This is what I make. <gasps> That's awesome. Can I take a look at that? Yeah, you, you actually want to hold Thank it? Thank you. Most people don't want to hold it. That's amazing. I'm into a lot of really strange things. Bones, taxidermy skulls, human specimens in jars. But I'm truly horrified by the fact that Evan is touching these toenails. That's where I draw the line. That's really great. I've never seen anything like that. These oh, are all beautiful. human nails. Well, th those are my dog's claws. It's little horns where cat claws. What's beautiful about these is they should last forever because it's just dead so. yeah. protein, keratin. They're indestructible, which is kind of the romantic thing about it. I mean, you're kind of memorializing these people. Yeah. 
People thought these were really great, but never wanted to touch them. So I thought I would try and make them <gasps> so oh, they didn't wow. actually have these to touch like. the fingernails. These are like. Yeah, see? How long would it take you to do something like this? Um, with the resin drying mm -hmm. and everything, I could do it in about a week. Oh, wow, so it's a long process. Yeah, yeah. These are so much better now. Encased in Lucite, I can really appreciate her art, and I don't have to touch them. They're all different prices, anywhere from $50 to 175 I think these are really great. Thank you. But unfortunately, it's not right for the shop. Okay. But um, I actually really like this piece. How much would this one be? That's $55. I'll take that one for $55. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for coming in and bringing these. I mean, it was lovely meeting you. Nice <laughs> meeting you. Uh <laughs> They didn't want to carry my items, but uh, they were certainly interested in them on a personal level. And I sold some art, so it's a good day. Earlier, Frank stopped in with what he said was an ancient Egyptian mummy hand. Of course, I'd really love to have this thing, but I want to make sure it's not a fake. So we're going to bring it to our good friend, Ed, who's an Egyptologist at the Brooklyn Museum. Hey, Ed. Hi, welcome to the Brooklyn Museum. Good to see you Good again. Good to see you again. see you again, too. So this recently came into our possession. Tell us what you think of it. If I could ask you to hold it just for a second while I put on some gloves. Now, why are you wearing gloves to handle well, it? Well, you just never know for sure what nasty mm -hmm. thing might be on there. A gentleman said his grandfather brought it back from the 1920s or so uh, while visiting the Middle East. The authentication is difficult. What I look for is some disqualifying characteristic. One thing you, you notice is that the wrappings are individual for each of the fingers, which is certainly the way the ancient Egyptians did it. There's the remains of what must have been a finger ring. It's made out of faience, which is also consistent with the way they did it. Faience was an ancient Egyptian material made out of sand and uh, copper filings. If you look in the end here, there are these strange fibers. It was common to stuff under the skin, they sometimes used straw, they sometimes used mud, and the resins and the, and the spices that the Egyptians used in the preservation process actually smell really good. And so um, I have one colleague who's willing to lick them. <laughs> but I'm not willing to so do what that. what does a mummy taste like exactly? She tells me that there, it actually has a very distinctive taste, although oh, she I wasn't able imagine. to describe it. I see a lot of fakes. The most difficult thing to fake would be the scent of an ancient Egyptian mummy part, and that, that scent is very distinctive. So as far as our mummy hand goes, yes, no, authentic? My final verdict, you have an ancient Egyptian mummy hand. Great, that's very fantastic. Nice. It's really awesome that this thing is legit mummy hand, but there's a lot of rules and laws when dealing with human flesh. So are there any um, restrictions or legality issues uh, on the private market for an item like this? You know, to really answer that question, you would have to speak to a lawyer. All right, well, thank you again, Edward. I really appreciate everything. Thank you for yeah, coming. Thank you, Ed. Great, now there's another step involved. We have to go to our lawyer. I'm not really sure if I'm just wasting my time. Hey, how hey, are Ron? you? Good to see Good you to see again. You. These issues come up a lot in our business. Luckily, we have a lawyer we could talk to who gives us a hand in figuring it out. So what is this? Well, it is an authentic ancient Egyptian mummy hand. It's a pretty piece. It's amazing thing. It smells like several thousand years. Would you care to take a sniff? It, it's really the most you don't mind? Sure. beautiful. Please, Please do. Full bodied, but, but unpretentious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or not so full bodied. Yeah. 
Mike and Evan have yet another obscure, interesting item. Most of my clients concerned about selling things end up calling me after that they, they've been arrested for selling them. Amazing item. What are your concerns about it? We wanted to know, is it legal for us to buy and is it legal for us to sell? Well, what's the asking price for this? What's the selling price for this? Give me a sense of valuation. We haven't determined what we're going to buy it for, but we would probably sell it for around four, four, forty-five, something that range. Okay, where did you get this? A good friend of ours. Uh, it was his grandfather brought it back from Egypt eighty plus years ago. That's according to whom? That's according to our friend who brought it into the shop. Okay, no, this is according to the guy who wants to, to sell it? Uh, he's, a, he's a friend. Okay, I, I think that there are two sets of concerns that you have. One involves state law and body parts. It's illegal to sell body parts that still might be of use to somebody. Transplant type uh, of yeah. situation. Fresh exactly. organ. Right. Luckily, I don't think they could transplant this. It, it, it's not a concern, and the health department, as far as I've been able to tell, doesn't have any concerns with respect to ancient tissue like this. The problem that you have with this, this is an antiquity. Mm -hmm. This, yes. by your own account, was certainly taken uh, from a, a tomb or an archaeological site. Whoever receives, possesses, conceals, stores, barters, sells, or disposes of any goods, wares, or merchandise after being stolen, unlawfully converted, or taken shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for not more than 10 years. Ah. Well, that was a bit of a shocker. I wasn't really planning on choosing between a mummy hand and jail time. Things are not looking too good right now. I can't assure you that you will be totally free from problems. Right. But let me do this. Why don't I make a couple of calls, sort of check things out, and um, when your customer comes back, give me a call, and I should have some more answers for you. Okay, great. great. Cool. Thanks again. <laughs> You're very welcome. Always a pleasure. Always something different. <laughs> Always something different and, and, and weird. <laughs> That's our specialty. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Not too bad. What's going on with you? Oh, uh, not much. Got something you might be interested in? I'm here at Obscura to sell this doctor's bag having some medical instruments. I've always found medical instruments kind of fascinating. They're sort of like adult toys. It's a nice bone saw. That's a lovely bone saw. Still sharp, too. Yep. White is a great customer of ours. I always like when he comes in because we really share a love of the same kind of objects. Don't know his real name, actually. Everyone just calls him Whitey. The amazing thing about a lot of these old tools, you know, this is before they really had widespread anesthesia. Someone's sitting there still awake, perhaps, or maybe they give them a, a swig of something to, you know, dull the pain or bite on something and hold your leg there and you're sawing through it. And Yeah, you need an army of people to hold them down. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. You know, how many limbs did this thing cut off? I really love old medical supplies like this. I'm always looking for the kind of stuff that made people afraid to go to the doctor. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's a nice trocar there. Uh, you know, they use this in uh, embalming, basically. They stick it into the veins and the arteries and kind of squish around to get all the uh, fluids and uh, allow all the goo to come out of, uh, right, of a yeah. cadaver. Oh, I think it is. It is indeed. Wow. Look at that. That's a really nice old tonsil guillotine. 
what kid isn't afraid of that? Basically, your tonsils, when they become inflamed, the old procedure was basically just to remove them. Then they would put this down your throat, which just makes me gag even just thinking about that. You just This top part would hold the uh, flesh, the tonsil, and then just slice it right off. And it was sort of indiscriminate. It would just chop off a big piece. Sure. It just grabs a chunk of your throat and yeah. gone. Nowadays, it's like forceps and a scalpel, and it's a bit more precise, and you know, it's a little more detailed uh, of an operation. Actually, I don't see it. Evan's not here. She left her lunch. Don't tell her I'm doing this to her carrots, but uh, I mean, look at this thing. It's like, what a, you know, that's not a very clean cut. I mean, no. you want that in your throat? So what are you thinking of uh, price-wise on this stuff? I don't know, like 250 or something? Um, that's probably close to what we'd be selling it for. 175? You know what, 150 cash, would that do it? And I'll help you out next time you're in, you know, I'll give you a nice discount on something. All right, fair, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Great, well thanks a lot, Whitey. I'm really yeah, glad course, you brought Mike. this in today. Yeah. Well, let's write you up. Great. Find some tonsils. <laughs> the tools in this bag are really neat. Even if they don't sell right away, I can always startle my guests when I whip them out to my next barbecue. Hey, Frankie. Hey, hey guys. How are you? Good to see you again. You too? What's happening? Frankie's back at the shop now, but we still don't have a definitive answer whether or not we could buy or sell this thing. Now it's time to find out. We brought okay. this to our expert at the Brooklyn Museum, and mm -hmm. the Egyptologist said it's absolutely an authentic ancient Egyptian mummy hand. Nice. Yeah, this one passed the smell test, not the taste test, because mm -hmm. the mummy taster wasn't there that day. What have you guys been doing with my hand? Um, but there's a lot of rules and laws and restrictions when dealing with human flesh. Really? We spoke to our attorney, and he didn't have all the details with him at the time. But uh, we're going to give him a call now and uh, see if he's got any more information for us. Okay. Just see if he's around. Hey, Ron, it's Evan and Mike calling. Hey, guys, how you doing? We're here with Frank. What did you learn about the mummy hand? Well, I, I spoke to the people I needed to speak to, and, and there's a general consensus. And what would that be? Because the value is, is under $5,000, uh, it, it seems to be fine. All right. All right. Excellent. Good to hear. Buy it. Sell it. Enjoy. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, sure. Anytime. Always happy to help. Take care. Bye. Well, that was pretty good news, huh? Yeah, that's, that's good very news. good news. I think we... Can make a deal? Yeah. Do you have a figure in mind in the way of price? Um, there's not really enough on the hand to be able to date it specifically. Okay. However, this kind of work was done from 2500 BC to 500 AD. So it's at least 2500 years old. So what does that equate to in dollars? Oh, good question. Good <laughs> question. I mean, uh, since, you know, you, you're such good friends of mine, I, I was thinking somewhere in the 3500 to 4000 range. Yeah, okay. we need a little more room. Yeah, how much more room? Elbow room? Uh, how about, like, 2200 How about 25 cash? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think you got yourself a deal. Cash in hand? Absolutely. Great. After all the work we did to get this hand, I think we're going to want to keep it around for a while. An item like this is definitely going to breathe new life into our shop. 